Hello everybody and welcome. Today's topic is about understanding your role as a dominant in a romantic DS lifestyle. I'd like to start by saying that if anyone here is new to, B to the BDSM scene, the dominance guidelines in this discussion pertain to the romantic DS dynamic and by no means are these guidelines the only way to succeed in a long-term relationship. Now, because I wrote it, based on my experiences does not necessarily mean that this guide will work based on yours. So please take that into consideration when listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoy seeing how I have learned how to evaluate my submissive and share the knowledge I've learned over the years with all of you guys. Now let's go ahead and talk about the number one and most important thing on this list, which is safety. Safety is always number one, you guys. Why is providing safety the most important thing on the list and that's because without it your submissive will have fear she will have loneliness he or she they will have insecurity they may have doubt hopelessness or even emptiness and that is a lot of emotion coming from one source and i'd say that's very important but how do you make your submissive feel 110 percent safe they need to trust you. And that may sound easy, but to you dominants out there, trust isn't something you can force. If you want them to feel safe, they must trust you. And for them to trust you, you need to provide them very good reasons on why they should. You need to make them feel safe through that because trust can be broken. And it's very possible that once it's broken, the safety will turn off and a spiral of emotion will follow thereafter. Now, you need to keep that trust strong. You cannot break this. You show your submissive that you are worth trusting and this takes time in the beginning. You do that by always being honest, always being fair, being loyal. Be understandable and follow through with what you say. If they make mistakes, it doesn't mean that you can. If you want them to feel safe, you stick to your word. Your integrity is one of your most powerful allies in a relationship. Number two on my list is guidelines and limits. Yes, everybody understands that guidelines and limits are important. They play an extremely important role in all dynamics of DS. Now you communicate with your submissive and ensure that they are fully aware and understand the guidelines perfectly. Be direct and clear of all the limits that you have set. And I mean perfectly direct and clear. There should not be any questions. If you aren't clear, you will cause confusion, irritation, arguments, or even worse, any type of unjustified discipline could take place all because of a simple misunderstanding of limits or guidelines and what do you think could potentially happen when there's repeated unjustified discipline sadness fear even rebellion the list goes on there are so many things negative that can come just from that one simple mistake but even out of all those possibilities, it removes the ultimate importance, and that is list number one, safety. 
So all because of a misunderstanding or repeated misunderstandings. Be clear of guidelines and make sure your limits are set in stone and known 100% to the T. So that's guidelines and limits. Number three on my list is acceptance. This is a really important one for me. Now it doesn't seem like they would acceptance would be something that's complicated to accept your submissive. I mean, it seems easy. I'm sure a lot of you think that that just kind of happens. But as a dominant who's responsible for guiding this person, acceptance may often be harder than you think. As a dominant, you will always be faced with something you may dislike about your submissive that has perhaps not been determined in the rules, etc. It's important to accept your submissive, embrace their dreams, promote their passions, and accept that their hard limits are there with a full heart. Don't try to push past them. Block it off completely. If they, if they have hard limits, you accept it. You do not push it. You do not make them feel guilty that they have hard limits. You accept that that is where your fence line ends and you cannot cross it. By not accepting these attributes, you may take away their pride, causing them to feel a lack of drive or motivation. By not accepting their hard limits and pushing them to continue trying, you may cause depression, sadness, or unnecessary self-discipline or insecurity. Accept your submissive for who they are. You don't want to change them. Embrace the qualities that they have and utilize those qualities to benefit both of you. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just inform you guys once again that this guide pertains to romantic DS dynamic. This is our dynamic. This is our branch. There are many people that share the romantic DS lifestyle, but this is our branch. And by no means are these guidelines the only way to succeed in a long-term DS relationship. This is our perspective, our view. This advice comes from my personal experience. So be aware. Number four on my list is the three Ds. Direct, driven, and determined. These all flow together to create good leadership. With good leadership comes good followers. If you want your submissive to follow you, you must be worthy of being followed. By being direct, you stand firm and sincere. This doesn't make you a mean person, it makes you sturdy. You know what you want, and that's a desirable attribute. By being driven, you take that desire and push towards it with a goal. And with determination, you continue to push until that goal has been achieved. Now with your submissive, that goal may be to help them lose weight, to reach increased pain tolerance, to eat healthy, literally anything that improves them in their life and makes them happy with the results. The three Ds are what bring results to the table. And it's because of them that your submissive will see results and this will increase their pride. It will motivate them as goals are achieved. Next on my list is creativity. Very important. This is a big one for my dynamic. In fact, it's huge. Although there are many branches of romantic DS dynamics, they all share the same base. 
This is one of those attributes that serve an extremely important role in the relationship because it pauses prevention. For those of you that don't know what the pause in pause prevention is, I'm sure many of you have experienced it if you've been in a long-term relationship. It's very common in all relationships. Have you ever been in a long term and all of a sudden you look at your life and realize it's extremely repetitive? That's called a pause phase. Except it doesn't always exist in a phase. It, in some cases it's permanent and very detrimental to the relationship. And dominance, if you don't want to repeat, you know, if you don't want to become repetitive in your DS relationship, then you it requires creativity. Because when somebody is with somebody for so long and they follow the same pattern, it creates boredom. And that is what a pause phase is. Essentially, it's just boredom. You do the same thing every day and there's nothing invigorating or exciting going on in your life. That is a pause phase. So be creative. Always find new ways to create new things. Try new kinks, new methods, new everything. Always try to grow and move forward together and never stand still unless you're both completely content with that. You as the dominant should be a cultivator. Search for new things and improve and design new ways to motivate your submissive. Reward their success and keep the relationship interesting and exciting. Always be creative. Number six on my list is emotional balance. All submissives and dominance are different, clearly. But why is balance something that's worthy of being on my list? And I suppose it depends how you look at the term balance and how it's used. In my lifestyle, everything that is negative is considered to be out of balance, which means that the power flow is no longer flowing. It's paused or stopped. So emotional balance would pertain specifically to positivity. It's important to balance yourself with your submissive in things such as demeanor, attitude, tones, actions, even facial expressions to counter any potential negativity. For example, if your submissive is shy or extremely passive, it's fairly safe to assume that aggression may not be the best way to respond to a negative situation. It's also important to consider that in some cases, your submissive may not feel comfortable saying things like, I don't like it when you talk to me like that. So as their dominant, it's important to communicate and ask your submissive what methods of approach they prefer in these intense situations so you can consider applying these options. And it may take time to adapt, but with the triple Ds, you should get there in no time. Try not to think of it as changing who you are, but more so positive adaption to someone you love and finding balance with them for the ultimate experience. Number seven on my list is observation. Pay attention, dominance. Watch your submissives closely. Observe. Uh, observation makes this list also because it doesn't just prevent one thing, it could prevent everything. Observation is the key to discovering everything. What hurts, what feels good, what they're lacking in, if they are becoming bored, if they are becoming lonely or sad. The more you pay attention to your submissive, the more you will understand. This is where, as a dominant, you can't be lazy. You need to watch your submissive and always pay attention to signs. The more you watch, the more you will understand them. You can't simply say things like, why don't you just talk to me? Or why don't you just tell me? Some people just 
can't talk about their problems. Some people just don't. Or you talk to them and they say, you, you say, what's wrong? And they say nothing. Observation cures all of that. And the more in tune you become with each other, the easier it becomes. Observation is also the number one backup plan for a lack of communication and generally leads to increased communication. So pay attention, dominance. 80% of the human language is body language. That means 80% of our language is not coming out of your mouth. And I would recommend you pursue fluency. Number eight on my list is reward and correction. For those of you that don't know what correction is, correction is discipline. Discipline is a more uh, rough term for me. I generally use the term correction, but I use the term discipline for those who do not understand what correction is. Now, I'm aware not all dynamics believe in correction, but for my dynamic, it's essential for maintaining order and bonding. In Romantic DS, reward and discipline are equally balanced and based on the discipline scale. For example, if I correct Lexi every time she violates a goal, then I must also reward her every time she achieves a goal. In other words, if Lexi is being a bad girl all week, I don't just correct her all week. I find areas she is doing well in and praise her to balance the amount of discipline that's being inflicted on her. It's important as a dominant to ensure the amount of correction is at a safe and fair level. The amount solely depends on the submissive and the submissive's tolerance to the dominant methods of discipline. However, it's important to find balance between reward and correction. If you're always correcting but never rewarding, then it may demotivate the submissive and possibly even cause them to go into depression or feel unsafe or empty. Ensure you reward your submissive when they achieve goals. It's very important for their development and motivates them to continue striving to please you. Now let me just take another moment to remind you that this is my perspective, you guys. Now, that's reward and correction. Number nine on my list is humans and honesty. Ah, yes, humans. Sometimes we dominants tend to forget that we are human. But this isn't about us this time. Submissives are humans. They aren't Egyptian slaves who only follow orders. It's only to remember that your submissive has an open mind, just like you do. And he or she has just as much urge to express both good and bad feelings to you. It's extremely important to reward honesty in the dynamic. It's so valuable, and like trust, it must be pure and kept strong. As the dominant, you must be strong-minded and have a lot of mental self-control. You must have the strength to put betrayed feelings aside and control yourself when your submissive is 100% honest with you. This doesn't mean that you can't get upset. It just means that honesty is more valuable than the crime. Lying is true betrayal. Honesty is pure and will always be. Control your emotions and deal with the situation logically. More or less, if they are being honest about something they have done wrong, then they are already disciplining themselves and have been filled with guilt. So breathe and think logically. If you punish your submissive when they were honest in the same way that you would have if they had been caught in a lie, then they will most likely not see any benefit in being honest in the future 
So correct honesty with caution. Next on my list, and the last thing on my list, is love. Tend to your submissive when they are sick. Show compassion when they are hurt. Embrace their goals and celebrate their accomplishments with them. Hold them. Don't be afraid to cuddle. Don't be afraid to get close. However you are as a person shows love. Embrace that. Believe me, Lexi was sick once, and I had to do all the cooking. And she is a hardcore servant, so I've never even been in the kitchen for any other reason than to talk to her. I didn't even really know where the pots or pans were. And my seven-year-old had to come and tell me. Okay, it was at this moment in my life I realized I really wasn't prepared to take care of her. So I familiarized myself with the kitchen in case she ever got sick again and I and have a list of her favorite foods in one of the drawers. And this is a great example of being a loving dominant. Hugh, I may not have to cook, ever. And even though she's sick, she's tough, and she still wants to cook for me. She still wants to take care of me. But I want to take care of her. And although it is completely 100% not my category, it's nice for you to take time to do something for your submissive like that. Um, to show that you care. To show that you love her. So that's what I say to you, Dominance. Love your submissive. Saying I love you is not a crime in, a, in being a dominant. It does not make you weak, regardless of what people may think. Love your submissive and take care of them. Think of your submissive as an extension of yourself. And never, ever, ever give up on them, no matter how bad they seem to fail or how far downhill they seem to go. Never give up and love them. All right. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. If you guys would please, if you listen to this whole thing, please give it a like and we'll I'll go from there. I will try to keep you posted on more. So again, thank you guys.